The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Support for Armchair and the Saints Happy Hour podcast comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you using on your balls. That's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code armchair. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast featuring Dave Cariello, Andrew Juge, Ralph Malbro, and when he decides to show up, Kevin Held. We are the perfect blend of saint sincerity and stupidity. Oh, now that's a good question. That is a damn good question. You see, Ralph, that's why you're the host. That's why you're, that's why you're That the is host. a good question by me. Usually I just stumble over <laughs> it and, and, and you say, is there a question in there? And I'm like, eh, not really. And now, here's your host, Ralph Malbrook. All right, everybody, welcome to Saints Happy Hour Podcast as we trudge onward through the offseason waiting to know if Drew Brees is going to retire, if he's going to play another year, uh, and when free agency starts. I have a hot take that is so hot it is going to melt your face. I have combined Tom Brady... Taysom Hill and Drew Brees into the perfect hottest Taysom Hill take that is imaginable. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, we have the full boat tonight. Dave, Andrew, Kevin, they're all here. Gentlemen, how are you doing tonight? Are we supposed to all answer that collectively? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't, don't everybody rush Ready? Three, two, one. I'm good. Great. You know, taking it day by day. <laughs> so here's my question here's my here's my here's my theory dave of how tom brady is the saints starting quarterback in 2020 okay here's how it goes for the saints for the, for the saints. saints here's how it goes okay so Drew Brees retires, and the Saints put a first-round tender on Taysom. So they think they got it all covered. But then Belichick swoops in and signs Taysom to an offer sheet that the Saints can't match because it's ridiculous. And then Brady, in a fit of rage, calls up Sean Payton and says, let's fucking do this. Tom Brady, starting quarterback for the Saints, 2020. What do you think? That's just so crazy it might work, Ralph. <laughs> so here's my question to you, Andrew. Not that it's plausible because I don't want you to deconstruct it with facts and knowledge and stuff like that. But the, the question I'm going to pose to you is, if I told you the Saints could win a Super Bowl, but Brady had to be the quarterback – would you would you rather that, or would you rather another year of Breeze, but you not guaranteed a Super Bowl? In this hypothetical with Tom Brady as the quarterback, do we also sweep the Falcons? Yes. Okay, I do it. 
<laughs> Kevin, would you do it? Would you take a Super Bowl with Brady, but you have to kick Breeze into retirement for it? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. You're saying kick Breeze into retirement. Before you just said Breeze well, no. chose to retire. Well, like you could pick. Like it does. You can pick. You either get Brady, guaranteed Super Bowl, or you get Breeze one more year. But you're not guaranteed a Super Bowl. They might be good. They might make the playoffs. They'd probably be pretty good. They'd probably be 12 and 4-ish. But you're not guaranteed a Super Bowl. Uh, Jeopardy music or something. Like that. Yeah, no. This is this is real Sophie's choice here. Um, Does it make it harder or easier if I told you you could have Brady win the Super Bowl 100% with the Saints, or you could have Drew Brees one more year? The Saints are 14 and two and the number one seed in the NFC. Does it make it harder or easier? Slightly easier. To take Brees or Brady? Oh, no, no. Okay. It makes. Oh, my God. Kevin. Jesus Christ. It makes, easy, it may, it makes me lean toward Brees then when you say 14 and 2 in the number one seed. Because otherwise, I'm really leaning towards Brady. I love that Ralph told me, specifically gave me instructions to not deconstruct with facts. <laughs> To not go all analytical. <laughs> so I just gave you what you wanted. I gave you the answer without thinking about it too much. And then we get this shit from Kevin. Ralph, you literally need to clip this and use this in the intro for Juge. <laughs> There's your next open. Yeah. I'll say, look, all right, fine. I'll say, I'll say keepers. Oh, here's a little, here's a little behind the curtain. By the, by the way, that guy is stable. From that car crash. Jesus. Wow. See, I told you. Oh, good, good, good. Told you, Here, man. Here's a, those cars, man. Here's a little behind-the-scenes uh, look behind the curtain. I was talking to Andrew yesterday, and we did the podcast for Monday morning. By the way, you should subscribe. $7. You get a podcast every day, and you get swag. And we have some cool new swag on the way for current patrons and future patrons you should do it sign up but me and andrew were talking behind the curtain and we were talking about how we make the magic happen on the podcast and i and i was saying i i I don't know how to make it happen because to make it happen i have to make one of you mad and we just did it andrew you got all mad and we got a new open (laughs) (laughs) so i went to the xfl Yesterday, my lovely family. Yeah, how was that? You went to the the Houston Renegades? The, Is that the correct? The Houston Roughnecks, man. The, oh, the Houston Roughnecks. We're 2-0. 2-0, two and, oh. Two and, two oh, and the oh, They have a quarterback, Peter Parker, I think is his name. Um, Are you kidding me? You have fucking Spider-Man as your fucking quarterback? P.J. Parker is his name, but Peter Parker. Close sent, enough. Close, close enough. enough, right? The, the, P, the P might stand for Peter. We don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it was... There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs> Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Great, man. We, we, we had a... The, what stadium was this at? Let's it's slow the down. TD, Let's slow down. What stadium the, was this? It's the TDACX, whatever. It's the, the University of Houston. It's their new stadium. It's like oh, two years oh, old. Okay. So it's... 
So it's super nice. Sight lines oh, it's are like, great. What, like forty thousand? Yeah, it's like forty. It's like forty-five thousand. They close the upper decks, so everybody's That's down so low bad. in the the lower bowl. Twenty-four dollars. It was seventeen thousand. They said. Okay. So it was, right. the bottom level was pretty much full. Um, like a two-lane game. It's like they a didn't have. Game. They didn't have cheerleaders. That was a negative. Mm. And they didn't have a halftime show. That enraged. Um, that enraged my child, and uh, more importantly, uh, it enraged my wife. She wanted a halftime show, but they had a, prices were cheap. It moved super fast because the clock never stopped, so that was good. And I have to tell you, the Roughnecks logo is so much superior to the Texans logo. It's not even funny. And that merchandise stand that they have, it was fucking running out of merchandise. For the roughnecks, really? like that's how no, much. This is this is now we're now we're talking my my language here. This is you know. This is, I bought this a is shirt. My wheelhouse. I bought a I bought a roughneck shirt. I'm a roughneck fan now for life. Uh, wow. But I have to say, like the football quality, it was okay. I mean, and I would go again because my son was super excited to go, and total out total out of pocket everything was like. 160 bucks, including the parking and the tickets and the food and the, you know. So, I, I would do it That's again. That's pretty good. Um, For three people. What, what would that be in comparison to an NFL game? Oh, the, the NFL game, it would have cost me... The tickets alone would have been 160 The tickets bucks. alone in the lower bowl in the corner for the Texans would have, been, would have been at least... I would say probably would have cost that set me back at least five hundred, at least one hundred seventy-five a piece. You know, um, the concession prices were okay, not great. Um, but here's my question about the XFL that uh, I was leading into is, and I'll start with you, Andrew, since you got upset, and you can use facts and data for this question. Whoever the XFL champion is, let's say it's the Roughnecks, they go undefeated. 72 Dolphin style. Could the XFL champion defeat the team, the Saints, start in their fourth preseason game? Ooh. Because I feel like that's where the XFL and the NFL meet. Like, that's the... Yeah, that's where they intersect. Because you're basically talking about guys that aren't going to cut it, that aren't going to make 53-man rosters, that are going to be your final cut guys. I mean, guys like Tommy Lee Lewis and... uh, you know, Kikaha and, I mean, Joe Morgan, Cardale Jones. Yeah, I mean, those, those are the guys that are playing in the XFL. Adrian Arrington. J.D. Barrett. I, I agree that that's the level. I guess, so, I mean, I'm assuming under this hypothetical, the Saints would actually try to win as opposed yeah. to see how the players are doing. Yeah, like you'd have to beat the XFL. You can't, can't lose to the XFL champion. So it would be Sean Payton actually game planning and trying to make the most of what he has to work with. Yeah. It w- he, so there, there's no vanilla game plan. Like he's actually trying to yeah. win a game. I I would say that the X factor would be the coaching, you know, and that, so I, I think it's probably a wash in terms of talent. You know, the XFL, you know, there might be more young players. So maybe they're a little bit more prone to mistakes on the saints just because it's more like UDFAs. You know, whereas the XFL is more like veteran rejects. So I would maybe give a slight advantage to the XFL, especially since they would have success already since they were the best team. But I would say there is an X factor with the NFL team. And I'm assuming that the Saints would be hosting that game. So I, I'd say, see, the thing is the Saints will have still have to use their kicker, right? Because they only carry one kicker and one punter. So Lutz and Morstead are still playing in that game. And I just think if it comes down, down to a field goal, the XFL guy is choking. And Will Lutz <laughs> is winning the game. Here, here's my so. question to you, Kevin. Would you be interested in watching the XFL champion play the Saints' fourth preseason starting team if it was a wrestle, if it was wrestling style, loser leaves town? And can't play football ever again. <laughs> I mean, I'd probably watch it anyway if it was on a network. Um, if it was on network television. Um, to, you don't need to do the loser leaves town thing. Honestly, I, I, I thought you were going to ask, 
should the XFL champion get a chance to face the, uh, the, the team with the worst record in the NFL to try and replace them? That See, would be thought, fun to watch. I, saw the, I thought of that, but unless it's like 0-16 Cleveland Browns and you have incompetent coaching with Hugh Jackson, I think like the worst team in the NFL this year, Cincinnati would house an XFL team, although relegation would be delightful because – People, if you follow the EPL, the thing that relegation makes English soccer teams do is they will fucking panic fire everybody like four weeks into a season because they'll be like, we're bottom of the table. This cannot stand. We cannot go down to the minor leagues. So you would have abject panic. The problem is the Saints, if they had relegation in the NFL, they'd be a Kenner club team by now because of the 1970s. <laughs> Um, but irregardless of that, have, 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 have you guys been watching the XFL? Did you watch week two? At, at, at wait, 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 wait. First of all, I didn't get to answer the question. Okay, go. Uh, and second of all, second of all, <laughs> Ralph, I don't, uh, I don't know whether you've done your, uh, your thorough research on your hometown XFL team, the Houston Roughnecks. Uh, do you know who the director of player personnel is for the Houston Roughnecks? Uh... I don't know who is it. Is it is it a former? Rand, it's Randy Mueller. Oh my no god! <laughs> Falling. You talk about a yeah. fall, man. Good. I am not even lying. I just fucking looked that up right now. No wow. way. Swear wow. to God. So that changes my answer. Is Rick Mueller on his staff? <laughs> uh, oh my god! I can't believe. See, we we really we have not been diving into uh, XFL into this. Uh, Rick. Uh, Rick Mueller is not on the staff as far as the front office. That no. would have been amazing because the, the president of the Roughnecks actually came to our section and was shaking hands, <laughs> thanking people for coming out. Which, oh, by the way, Loomis ain't never done that. Not at once. At yeah, step Dome. your game up, yeah, Loomis. Loomis. Uh, that would have been I'm pretty... mad at Loomis. How could he have not traded for Darius Slay and gotten that contract done already today? <laughs> But can you imagine, Dave, if Randy Mueller had come, had been walking around the stadium shaking people's hands, thanking them? I would have been like, Randy, why did you talk to the Falcons when the Saints <laughs> told you not to, and then you got fired, and it's been a downward spiral ever since, and here you are. <laughs> um, wait, so... I really would have said that, too. I would have. My wife would have been horrified. My wife. <laughs> My wife. My wife. Lady on the trigger. Um, but, uh, anyway, but to answer, <laughs> to answer your original question about, uh, who would win, uh, I, you know, I don't know whether you guys, I actually pulled up the, the roster for the Saints for the fourth preseason game. Uh, it's not too shabby. We're talking, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, first of all, is your starting quarterback. Uh, that's not too bad. Shai Tuttle was in that game. Uh, uh Shai Tuttle. He was Shai Tuttle he, probably made the roster not, off of that game, right, Andrew? He yeah, might have, he might have, but he uh, but he technically was not a starter. Um, but Ozigbo was your starting running back. Uh, Deontay Harris was your son. starting wide receiver. Um, and then you had Will Clapp, Nick Easton, Oma May. Uh, you had those guys on the line. Now on defense, you had C.J. Gardner Johnson, who was awesome. Uh, and then you had Patrick Robinson, uh, the veteran, and uh, you've got Ken Crawley, Chris Banjo, Tyler Taylor Stallworth. Uh, that's not, you know, that's that's pretty good. Sounds so like accident. Sounds like an XFL team to me. No, no, those guys would. Beat <laughs> I don't the shit know, of an man. XFL team. Those guys would beat the shit out of XFL. Yeah, so speaking of winning in the XFL, uh, you'll yeah, notice that in our little uh, adopted son competition. Uh, my boy. So first of all, Kevin, let's, let's quickly take stock of where we're at. Kevin picked Garrett Hartley, or actually he didn't have a chance to pick Garrett Hartley. So he, he, he missed that show. So we just gave him Garrett Hartley, but Kevin's kind of always had a thing for Hartley. So I knew that he, he would be fine with that selection. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hartley, Hartley did not make a team. So he's out. I know. I know. Um, Dave, can you, can you give us a quick update on your Tulane guy? <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know whether he's on a roster anymore or not. He was on the Battle Hawks. I mean, I just looked up the stats from the last <laughs> Battle Hawks game. <laughs> and, 
and uh, he uh, he certainly didn't have any stats. So I'm he's uh, I would say so far it's it's been uh, a dud for Sherman Beatty. Not looking too good for you. And, and Sherman Beatty. Can you report on Simi Cobbs? He had no catches and no targets from nice. any box score I saw from the defenders. Well, you know, you know who who did have a forced fumble in his game. Kikaha, baby. Kikaha, Kikaha really is my he really guy. is my guy. So you know what that means? Once again, after the whole Granderson thing with the Saints, our little UDFA competition. Once again, my adopted XFL player, Howley Kikaha, is ahead in the competition thanks to a forced fumble, which means yet again that me and my adopted sons always win. Here, Jesus. Kikaha really is the perfect. I should adopt a real kid and just do the world a favor. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Clearly, all I do is adopt winners. Kikaha, though, Kikaha, though, is the perfect XFL player because he would have been good enough in the NFL, but he got injured. And 80% of Kikaha is not NFL quality, but 80% of Kikaha is a really good XFL player. He really was the perfect FX, XFL pick. And yeah, but Fredo, Fredo, Fredo makes a good point that he may not last more than a couple more weeks. Yeah, you're, bra- <laughs> you're bragging on him, but when he ruptures both Achilles next week, you won't. If he be- lasts eight more weeks, that's the entire season. He'll go. That will be the first time he'll ever go an entire season. <laughs> I mean, the XFL though. I like it because it, it's filler, man. I I would I would watch almost any kind of football except Canadian. I don't watch I don't watch football from uh, other planets. Um, <laughs> Andrew's dad says the Saints would win fifty to seven. That's probably right. Um, you know, the the thing is, to me, with the with the with the XFL is. I want, uh, I want Vince McMahon back, Kevin. I liked it when he was stalking the sidelines and screaming, "This is the XFL." I, I feel like it's they're trying to be like a legitimate football league. I liked it twenty years ago when Vince McMahon had it doing the doing the comedy routine and all the weird stuff. Although the three point conversion. Fans are fucking obsessed with it at the game. Every touchdown for either but team. But nobody's doing it though, right? That's Has what the fans want you to do. It. They were literally chanting "Go for three after every touchdown. Even the even the opposing team, they wanted them to do it. Like it's some sort of exotic uh, thing that fans are dying to see. Wait, what do you what do you have to do to get three points? You have From to like you what, have the fifteen or the the 12 10, or something. The ten. You got to you got to. Wait, what do you what do you have to do? You have to you score gotta, from the ten. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But like, but like nobody does it. I mean, all the coaches are coaching the game like a real NFL game. So, I mean, most of them are just going for one, right? Yeah. And the kickoff, man, the kickoff is cool. Like you can't like kickoff and the, the players are like five yards apart and they can't run at each other until the, the, uh, until the returner catches the ball. And uh, that's a cool return. And because the XFL thought of it, Kevin, the NFL will never, ever implement it. But it's really cool. You see, here's the thing. I, I, I have little to no recollection of the XFL. And I watched the original XFL way, like, like, like literally by me. week five. He hit me. Yeah, like that's one of them. Like literally by week five, it was me, six other guys, and he hate me's family. That's all that was watching the XFL at that point. So here's what I remember. I remember he hate me. I remember the sky cam. I remember that on the very first uh, coin toss, which was basically two guys racing to the football, on the very first one of those on the inaugural game in primetime television – one of the guys blew out his knee and was done for the year on that first play. Uh, I, I And then, like, I, I have no recollection of the cheerleaders in the locker room camera. I have no recollection of the wrestlers showing up. I have no recollection of how piss poor Tommy Maddox was. Nothing. 
I remember and David I watched, Spade at the Vegas game for some reason. Like, like I, I'm again. I have not watched a full XF uh, of of the the revamp. I have not watched a full game all the way through, but the the um, small amount that I've seen, I enjoy it. It seems fun. Like they've they seem to have put the right kind of people in charge, and Vince McMahon for believe me. Many of his faults, he seems to be not all over this product and is and is trusting the people that he hired to do their job. So, it, are you, are yeah, you saying so. that Vince McMahon is like the Jerry Jones of of wrestling? Yeah, he's the Jerry. He's uh, man. I I, I don't even. Th- I don't it's, even think that's an apt comparison. Like Vince McMahon is just the Vince McMahon of of <laughs> of living. It's interesting to me that he is giving this another try. I would be interested if you could to hear him give like an honest answer of what he like why he thinks it's going to make money. I don't know how it becomes sustainable and people care about it. I mean, like I watch it. It's fun. It was fun to go bring my kid it's cheaper than nfl but like being actually interested in giving a shit about it i i don't know how they do that uh going forward but maybe i mean just... i mean re- re- real talk i i think in, in all seriousness i think i think what needs to happen is i mean there just there needs to be you know there needs to be an exciting game or or multiple games you know, something that's going to get that gets people talking on Monday, like, hey, did you see what happened in that XFL game? I mean, it could either be a crazy ending, you know, where the three point play comes into uh, comes into play somehow or some. It could even be it could it could even be almost on the embarrassing side where there's some <laughs> gaff like a, a refereeing gaff or whatever. But I mean, they just I mean, really and truly. As as far as the XFL is concerned at this point, you know, it's that old saying, no, you know, uh, any, you know, even bad publicity is good publicity. Um, but, I mean, there, there needs to be, like, some crazy close game that goes into, like, three overtimes or whatever the overtime situation is. And, you know, you, you need that to get people excited well, and to get, fans, to get fans of those teams, like, really into it. And, I mean, that's, that's to, to me personally, that's that's what gets me into a team. I hate uh, to or a see sport or anything like that is like being in front of the TV and being like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening, oh, yeah. and watching it, and, I, and then I'd and then being like, okay, next week, okay, I got to see what happens now. I'd, I'd hate to see a team lose a chance to play in the XFL championship because of an egregious uh, officiating call. Yeah, uh, oh, that's, that's never, what I'm saying. That'd be that's, horrible. That'd be that'd be horrible. That's never happened though. So. Um, you know, that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish like, that on any fan base. Get, if, you, if they get something like that, you know, in the last game of the season, I don't know, are they going to do playoffs? Uh, you know, playoffs. Last, playoffs. I mean, they only have eight teams, so I've just figured everybody XFL Bowls in Houston, man. Uh, oh, so there is going to be a playoff. Yeah. But, or something like that. Or even in the XFL Bowl, there's some last-second play, referee fucks it up. You know, they, they need to get people – they just have to have people talking about it. You know, <laughs> it, needs to be, it needs to be water cooler on Monday – fodder that's what it needs to be oh ralph didn't you have a sound clip for me for kikaha uh of what i don't remember i thought you said you had a sound clip of him sacking tom brady no i had the picture of him on the oh. on the uh on the live stream of him sacking ah, Brady. okay yeah um <clears throat> so we didn't mean to make this a xfl podcast but hey what the fuck you want man the saints they don't have any news uh it's february it's February, but we got they got a little bit of news. I'm, in I mean, that. I'd rather be talking about the XFL than uh, Gail Benson giving <laughs> advice to uh, the priests. Oh my! Let's be honest. I mean, ooh, that's yeah, just. When, when was the last time we talked about that? Did, have we talked about it since Gail came out with her statement? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I just feel like the the judge was talking about it, off saying that, that they need help. I just think. Kevin, that a lot of people probably saw that the archdiocese, their PR person, was way out of their depth and was like, they need help. 
help them. And it, it's a bad look because it's abused kids. But, like, <laughs> but I mean, like, the PR staff, like, it, like the Archdiocese, they probably have, like, one person. She's probably, like, a 55-year-old lady. Like, do you think they have, like, a full uh, PR staff? They don't, man. It might even not even be a no, full-time dude, person. No, hang on a minute, man. Hang on a minute. I'm going to – this is the this is an archdiocese of the Catholic Church. Trust me, these fuckers have staff. All right, I mean the Probably Pope has staff, but does not. These people have staff. Okay, now you may only see the one person get mentioned, like the spokesperson or whatever. They have a staff. Now, is it is it like robust? Is it? Is it as insane as like a political PR campaign? No, but an archdiocese—they have a staff of people that that you know look into shit. Now, I don't know. I I, I don't think it's how 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 can I word this? Well, the the Astros had a PR staff of like thirty, and they botched their response to cheating in a way that the whole world was laughing at them. So, just because you had a PR staff doesn't know you mean you know what you're doing. Oh, absolutely, but 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 I mean, but look at but the 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 joke with the the joke for the church would be, oh wait, they have a PR staff <laughs> that doesn't know how to handle these sorts of allegations that have been plaguing the church for. I don't know, ever? Color me shocked. Mm. You guys want to go see a dead body? Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, just, just, just for clarification here, by the way, I mean, this is taking into account the article that came out a few days ago. You know, a lot of people were wondering how the Saints, you know, how Greg Bensel, the Saints, the front office, how they got connected with the archdiocese and, and involved in this whole thing to begin with. And obviously... Tom Benson and, you know, when he was alive and Gail Benson now, uh, obviously they're good friends with the archbishop. But there was an article that came out a couple of days ago saying that federal judge uh, Zaney uh, was the one who had the idea. Uh, he approached, uh, I think he approached the archdiocese. I think he approached Archbishop Greg Amon and said, you know, you might want to see uh, about... Greg Bensel and the Saints about maybe they can help you with, uh, you know, with dealing with the media or whatever. So anyway, there's your connection there. That's that's basically he was kind of coming out and, and saying that's that's how this whole thing came to fruition. How much place. of a clusterfuck does your PR have to be that a judge is stepping in and is being like, you know, you might want to get some advice here. Like, I don't I mean. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's fucked, but I mean, I just think, I, I think all all involved parties here are, you know, friendly and and Catholic, and you know, I, you know, this is this is New Orleans. Look, this is New Orleans. It's a well, the archdiocese are definitely friendly. That's for sure. Yeah, but I mean, like, look, this is New Orleans, and it's it's a small city, and uh, you know, you get to a certain point, and you everybody knows everybody, and. Um, and the Saints run shit. Let's be so, honest. So I mean, yeah, well, of course, and everybody. Well, I mean, just the Saints have this air, you know. Just I feel like the people that work for the Saints, they feel like they're special because they're the Saints, and obviously the Saints have this, you know, uh, I, I don't know, je ne sais quoi, or I don't know what you would call it, but I mean, you know, as far as New Orleans is concerned, the Saints are—they're the greatest thing ever. Dude, if you're in New Orleans and you are in any way... you use these French terms, je ne sais quoi, I don't know. Well, I I have no idea whether I'm using that appropriately or not, but... But, I mean, but no, I mean, seriously, like, the Saints, they're the greatest thing since sliced bread in this entire city. It is. And you work... It is accurate. If you work for the Saints, cover the Saints, or do anything Saints-related, you think you're hot shit. Treat you like a fucking rock star. They do. Okay, it's just mm-hmm. that's just the way it is, man. Yeah. Uh, 
but 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 that's that's somewhat off topic. My point is, is I think you know Judge Zaney, he was he's Catholic. I think he was friends with the Archbishop Gail Benson. She's Catholic. She's friends with the Archbishop. Maybe Judge Zaney and Gail Benson are friends with each other. Probably not. But either way, it wouldn't surprise me if they were. And it's just like you know, you say, hey, uh, you've got a problem here. Uh, have you thought about this? And have either and of no, you? It, and, and in no way does that mean Judge. And, Judge Zanish is in no way to blame for any of this stuff. He just put the two parties in, you know, in, in touch with each other and connection. But yeah, here's look, my if the question. archdiocese was smart, they would have they would have sought out the the advice of Taysom Hill. <laughs> <laughs> just have Tay, just have Taysom Hill go to the podium and say, "I'm sorry. We're all so sorry." Um, it would work. Is could Taysom Hill, Kevin, could Taysom Hill get you out of any crime in New Orleans? I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told. So I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are, too. I've tried so many bras in the past— And the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Uh, God, uh, you know what? I'm going to refrain from, from every single potential joke that I have in my arsenal on this because <laughs> even if I executed them well, which that's no guarantee... Uh, yeah, not, not something I want to put out there. Um, (laughs) I'm just going to go up and say no, because, you know, like diddling kids, I, uh, well, no, I mean, like, Uh, I was just thinking like, not, not in that, but like, but like, if you say you like robbed a bank 
or like committed wire fraud, let's say, could you have Taysom Hill hold a press conference in New Orleans and apologize for you? And people would be like, ah, it was just, it was just 800 grand a wire fraud. And those old women didn't need the money. I mean, it's fine. Like, could, could Taysom Hill get you off of crime just by saying that it was okay to do it. I think, Andrew, I think he could. Like, I think if yeah. if Taysom Hill told New Orleans that it was okay, you could get away with maybe not murder or sexual Ralph, assault, Ralph, but anything Ralph, else. Look, look, Ralph, Ralph, look, as the only person on this goddamn podcast who actually lives in New Orleans, let me just say something. There is a dead fucking body dangling over Canal Street right now <laughs> out of the Park Rock fucking hotel, Okay. And I mean no no disrespect, but that is that is a fucking fact, okay? And not one damn person has been held accountable for that yet. So I'll be goddamned. Taysom Hill could fucking get a child rapist murderer off uh, in one heartbeat in this goddamn city. And then, you know, don't, don't even get me started. Uh, I th- that was the best executed Hard Rock Hotel collapse joke I think I've ever heard. That's why you listen to this. Po- that's why you listen to this podcast, people. I'm not even. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm making a joke. I'm not even making a joke about the Hard Rock Hotel. I know. Collab- I mean, I, again, I'm stating facts. Like that. That's just the fucking situation right now. Um, <laughs> I'm making a joke about the fact that Taysom Hill is just so goddamn gorgeous and so goddamn fucking talented with a football. <laughs> we have a plan to have Taysom Hill themed swag. And you people are going to love it and sign up and give us more of your money. And oh, by the way, thanks to you people, my wife had a lot of medical tests. And some of the podcast money went to pay for that. Not going to make any judgments about American healthcare. I'm just going to thank you guys for supporting the show. How about that, Kevin? So I still I still need to drink uh, those two IPAs yeah, based do. on our, our, our bet uh, earlier in the season. Um, and I, I need to do that. But uh, I was reminded today that uh, dessert wine exists and it reminded me that i hate that even more than ipas dave have you taken your tour of italy at the olive garden wine is awful dave have you taken your tour of tour of italy yet (laughs) i haven't i I haven't uh, signed up for my unlimited breadsticks soup and breadsticks (laughs) but uh that does remind me uh andrew andrew tweeted about his least his what top five hated drinks or whatever and my yeah. buddy brad my buddy who's in the chat he's uh he thinks your answers were cop-outs man uh all ipas that's like that's like saying name uh name your least the, the worst five players on the saints and just saying <laughs> wide receivers <laughs> no it doesn't work well, like that, that would be factual no or, or everything at starbucks uh, uh, uh cornerbacks uh, you know, you got to be more specific. Here's general. a question: there, there was a day and age like rewind before we had Marshawn Lattimore, like four or five years ago. Cornerback <laughs> would have been a perfectly acceptable answer. Here's a question: <laughs> Here's a question for you, Dave. Traquan Smith is he going to catch more passes for the 2020 Saints or the 2021 Houston Roughnecks? <laughs> Um, Traquan Smith has like kind of become that, uh, this is, and by the way, I think this is the first real saints content we've had on this podcast so far. And we are now, uh, 40 minutes in here. Um, Tra- he's getting awfully Nick Tooney. <laughs> no, I was going to say he's more than that. Traquan Smith seems, he's kind of like a cockroach. Like he's, he's not great, but he just always sticks around. He's, he's now been, this has been what? Two seasons, two, three seasons. Yeah. He's, 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 How many? he's got way more yeah. touchdowns than Nick Toon ever did. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, like he's – I mean, the dude caught Breeze's uh, record-breaking pass. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, 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 we, we, I just – I don't know. I just – I'm starting to feel like we shit on him. But and uh, he, he's not the guy that we want to be the number two receiver. It's unfortunate that he's kind of fell into that role. But – Obviously, I would be I'm, perfectly fine with him as number six. No, better be Saints fine. career so no, far, Andrew. Traquan Smith four. or Joe Morgan? <laughs> Traquan uh, Smith is more of an impact than Joe, Joe Morgan. Yeah. 
No, come on. Come on. <laughs> Joe Morgan gave this show more content. I'll give him that. Because uh, Traquan hasn't been arrested for being drunk in his car yet. And uh, he wore a uh, PSG jacket this offseason. Well, so you get bonus points for that. All right. Joe Morgan, 14 career catches. All right. Three touchdowns. Traquan is way above that. Mm, yeah, probably. <laughs> Has he well, ever had 476 yards receiving in a season, though? Oh. Yes. He has not. Really? Uh, yeah, well, Joe Morgan's, <laughs> best season, Joe Morgan's best season was better than Traquan's. But Tra- Traquan's, he's got 46 catches in two years. It's not that bad. Oh. Yeah. And he already has 10 touchdowns, actually. Yeah. 10? Jesus. Yes. Yeah, he had five last as a rookie and five this year. That's what I'm talking about. See, okay, thank you, Andrew. He He is, you know, is he great? No. Do we rag on him? Yes. Is some of that deserved? Yes. Is some of that not deserved? Yes. I think that he's he kind of gets a bad rap. I mean, he's been there. He has been there. We uh, we is that how you say is that how you say the word deserved? You say deserved? I think in that I think in that in the context that I used it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Is it Austin? I, I, is that, Jed you're, mentioned you're Austin Carr. Austin Carr is going to be fantastic in the XFL. Traquan Smith is the dessert wine of Saints receivers. <laughs> like Nanashevitz? Like, come on, be more specific about your dessert wine. Oh, my Oof. God. A port? Is it a port? Dave Oof. dropping food snobbery just right in the podcast. Just <laughs> dropping it all in. You listen to this podcast because you love sports, you love the Saints, and you probably love to gamble. And if you love to gamble, my bookie is the best online gambling experience there is. They have the safest online app. You can get a gamble on anything you want. You can get a gamble on the Super Bowl, basketball, the Pelicans, Zion, over-under, how many three-pointers he's going to make. You can parlay different sports, any kind of bet you want to make. If you're a degenerate like me, you can parlay the Pelicans with EPL, British soccer. And right now, my bookie has a special offer for Saints Happy Hour listeners. You get a 100% sign-up bonus. That's right. Use the code CHAIR, go to mybookie.ag, and you get a 100% sign-up bonus. Put in 200, get the extra 200 to play with. Mybookie.ag is the best online gambling site anywhere. Again, go to mybookie.ag, use the code CHAIR, and get a 100% sign-up bonus. MyBookie, you play you win, you get paid. Twitter questions. We have one more topic, but I want to remind you people. I made a semi-competent instructional video on how to use your custom RSS feed on Patreon. That's your and, first mistake. Yeah. We want you to watch it. Go Does to anybody you, like double check that and make sure that it's accurate? Yeah, it's good. It's confident. It's it's there. But I want people to the patrons to use the custom RSS feed. I did an instructional video. Go to our YouTube channel, watch it, and if you send us a screenshot of you subscribing using the custom RSS feed in Apple Player or whatever player you use, send us a screenshot of that on Patreon or DM it to us on Twitter, and Dave is going to make a shy tuttle pair of socks and we're going to draw from everybody that sends proof that they use their custom rss feed and we're going to give them away to a winner so use your custom rss feed subscribe and use it send us a screenshot and you can win some shy tuttle socks how about that well speaking speaking of uh specificity ralph when you say shy tuttle socks you're specifically talking about, about the play yes. where shy tuttle stiff arms matt ryan the the socks would basically be a transposed screenshot of Shy Tuttle stiff arming Matt Ryan. Is that correct, Dave? That's correct. Uh, one sock has the has has Shy Tuttle at the moment of stiff arm from one angle, and the other sock has uh, Shy Tuttle at the moment of stiff arm uh, from a different angle. So you get both angles uh, on your ankles. <laughs> 
That's five thousand million. I, I think we can. I think we can get it done with five hundred million. You think? Good. That leaves money for a Taysom Hill raise. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Well, so Andrew, so you mentioned Taysom Hill. So I was thinking a whole another thing when and when Ralph asked this, or texted this. So I was thinking we. I mean, like, we can clone, right? We have that technology. Oh, that's a good call. So we spend it and we just clone 22 Taysom Hills, and we've got a whole football team of Taysom Hills. And then, yeah, you could have them at quarterback, running back, receiver, and tight end all on the same play. Yeah. But do you clone him or do you you Captain America him, Kevin? Because if you got five billion. Can't you come up with the technology to like put him in the Captain America chamber and like make him a superhero? Like cloning, that's nice and all, but can't you up it a well, little? Right. Here, but here's the thing, though. Like, why would you put why would you put a superhero in the Captain America chamber? Like, really, what we should be doing is putting Tommy Lee Lewis in the Captain America chamber. In order to make I'm offended. This is off the rails. This is so un. This is not realistic, Ralph. You're implying that Taysom Hill isn't already a superhero, and I'm offended. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Maybe we should clone and make 22 Alex Anzalones, and then maybe one of them might stay healthy for a fucking season. That's like a no, 5% that's, chance. That's, 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 you know what? 5% chance there. <laughs> have y'all ever seen the movie The Prestige? Yes. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. We <laughs> well for those well it it oh, I, well fuck it. It's not really for us. It's whoever's listening. If you any of you have seen the movie The Prestige, we just do that but with Alex Anzalone. So when the first Alex Anzalone inevitably gets sprained uh, or gets injured or has something happen, we, you know, toss that one out and we bring in An- <laughs> Alex Anzalone number two in it. And then when that one blows out its uh, quad, we dump that one, bring in the third one, and so on and so forth. You're talking about multiplicity. Yeah, I mean, the, these variety of With injuries, let's, let's be real here, it's, it's the rotator cuff, all right? <laughs> First of all, you're, you're talking about multiplicity with Michael Keaton, and the problem is, is that with each with each extra clone, the, the, worse. the gene pool gets worse, and so they so get like, dumber and slower and stupider. So, so like, if clone we, if we clone 25, times, clone 25 would take... What happened at the end of uh, the prestige here for Dave? <laughs> yeah. Who clone, was in the so prestige? you're saying clone 25 of Taysom Hill is going to be closer to my physical skills than original Taysom Hill. <laughs> That's right, the last... The last Taysom Hill off the line is going to be more like Ralph. <laughs> no, I like your th- I I like your theory. Your theory works better more for comedic purposes. I'm just saying, I'm 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 going to explain the Prestige thing. So the Prestige has uh, Christian uh, Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman. They're competing magicians in the I don't know late 19th, early 20th century. Uh, Hugh Jackman goes somehow or another Hugh Jackman gets a machine from Nicholas Tesla that creates a clone of him that he uses for magic purposes. Now what he does with this is he <laughs> Look, it sounds stupid when I'm saying it, but trust me when you watch it, it's entertaining. This is both the greatest and the stupidest podcast ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It only Top took 50 here we come. It only took so, 50, really it only took 50 minutes to get us to our sweet sadly. spot of nonsense. <laughs> All right. Before we get out of here, we got to get Wait, this Kevin up. didn't Kevin didn't finish. Oh, oh, right. So 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 the the trick is Hugh Jackman gets is is that Hugh Jackman's clone uh ends up dying every time, but the thing is is that the experiment creates a new clone of Hugh Jackman every time, but they keep dying. And so Hugh ja- all Hugh Jackman does is he does the magic trick, a clone gets created, and the clone dies. And Hugh Jackman just doesn't care. It's like, oh, okay, well, let's wheel, you know, let's wheel this uh, this dead body out and uh, do the next trick for the next show and so on and so forth. That's all. <laughs> in, in hindsight, you're, 
in hindsight, your multiplicity reference works a lot better because it ultimately results in us making fun of Ralph. Right. Yeah. Here's a question. Who's the movie master now? I, I love this topic. We, we should have done this topic to start the podcast. Who knew the mic, how to spend $5 billion would end in Taysom Hill clone that's physically uh, the equivalent of me and Kevin talking about dumping dead bodies in a river. Uh, well, not not all. No, wait, wait, let's just back up. Not all the clones are like you. Just the ones like later, like the yeah. 20, number 20, 21, 22. Yeah, you can't like yeah, someone. Someone in the chat said that uh, Scott Anzalone or Alex Anzalone clone number four would be Adam Big Hill. <laughs> Eventually, the, not all the Hazlitt linebackers would just start appearing. Like C. Grant would just come out of the chamber. You'd be like, "What? What happened, James Allen? I, I we cloned Demario Davis too many times. Courtney Watson, Alfred Fincher. What the fuck?" We are not getting our money's worth. Uh, I, I'm trying to clone Davis. Why do I keep getting Hazlitt linebackers? See, Grant. <laughs> Chris Bordano. Oh, my God. Hit the reset button. Courtney Watson. Remember when we did that bracket and every Hazlitt linebacker was was <laughs> we, one of the contestants? We merged them into one. We need How to did start that not win. We need to start thinking of a bracket for uh No, so. no more brackets. Oh, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> Dave, what the fuck are we gonna do in June? All right? I don't know. We got talk about beer and food. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we we completely went off the rails, but uh, I'm going to save this question. Well, I can't save this question from Jed, but I'm going to switch it up a little bit. Since it's President's Day, which saint from any era would make the worst president? Mm. Jeremy from- Shockey. <laughs> I mean, if you can go like owner. Jer- Jeremy I, mean- Shockey would, I feel like Jeremy Shockey would be pretty much like what we have now, so I don't think it could be I that mean- <laughs> John Meekum would be pretty awful if I can go ownership. I mean, he ran the Saints into the ground and then proceeded to go deeper. Uh, Kobe Buckwall. <laughs> if, we, if we hadn't signed, uh, if we had signed Antonio Brown, that would have been my answer. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I have it. The worst possible Saints president. Ricky Jackson looks the way he Andre talks. Royal. <laughs> I mean, not bad. That's a strong answer. I don't uh, know. I'm I think to... my answer of Darren Sharper is way better. <laughs> Would not no, be because... convicted rapist as no, because they'd impeach Sharper. He wouldn't last but like a year. But like uh, Andre no, Royal, he could Galette. serve out the term and do. Horrible damage. Oh yeah, Junior Gallet is is a. Woo! Yeah, that's a good answer. <laughs> uh, I don't know how we missed that. Junior Gallet, yeah. That, I think that Junior Gallet was Kyle Turley might not be so bad. Um, but anyway, as we wrap up this show, uh, uh so Albert Connell, uh, Albert Connell, Russell Erksleben, man, both felons. That's strong. That's that's strong. I'm really disappointed to not hear the words Ted Gregory out of Kevin's mouth. I was waiting. <laughs> I you all didn't hear me laugh the second Ralph asked that question. <laughs> I was just waiting for you to just Ted, start blurting out. Ted Gregory would William Henry Harrison himself. Oh. <laughs> hmm. You guys want to go see a dead body? Oh, Lord. So. I mean, that'd be it. He'd take the oath of office and just fall off the goddamn grandstand. <laughs> people people sometimes ask me, they say, you know, if they, they recognize me out in New Orleans, they'll say, uh, when's the most fun to do the podcast? And I say. Wait a minute. Who's who? Wait a minute. Who's, people who's know me now. They see me in the airport. They're like, you're the guy on Channel 4 that doesn't look at the camera ever. I'm like, yeah, that's me. 
But then you tell them, they ask me, when's it I most fun? To... How many times has that happened? Dude, it's happening. You're the every... guy who looks like you're filming a hostage video at your own home. It is. Why do, you let, why do you let Eric Paulson insult you? Uh, no, every time I fly in for a Saints game, it pretty much happens when I'm going through the airport. Dave. you got to be kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm not. I love them because they come up to me, and if they're waiting for a flight with like me, they buy me booze. It's great. Oh, wow. You've got drinks out of this. I Dave, love it. Consider, consider the source here. This is the same guy that says that he gets 57 emails from people, not tweets, not Facebook messages, nothing on social media, but emails. I do. My reading channel four skews older. Older. Yeah, well, yeah. we know that. We know that. You know, very old. <laughs> very know. old. What do you want? So, I forgot. I lost my. Am I am I allowed to pick Eric Paulson as president? <laughs> wait, wait, worst president? Yeah. You, you mean, yeah, Eric Paulson's gonna be a worse president than Darren Sharper? <laughs> I think so. Giants two jackets for everybody. You just want Eric Paulson to do State of the Union and insult me for forty-five minutes. That's the only reason you want Eric Paulson to be president. Yes. No, I was going to say they asked me when's the most fun to do the podcast, and I say in the off season when we go completely off the rails, which totally. This is what I like. I, I don't. I don't. With, I don't like to be. I don't like to be asked serious, factual questions about the the Saints, about the team itself. There's no. There's there's none of this. We have no breaking. Yeah news to talk about literally all right we will because loomis will go yolo but we don't now so we got completely we got completely ridiculous uh tonight and i have to say uh that's why we are who we are though man yeah we are that's why that's why you're a patron that's why you donate to the podcast that's why you love us thank you you paid you help pay I'm the Marlboro just, family medical bills, and we love you for it. I'm really just thankful Ralph didn't play the "Stand by Me" dead body sound clip when I was talking about the Hard Rock Hotel. Thank, thank God Ralph didn't do that. Don't give him any ideas. <laughs> this podcast needs to wrap up because it's in the ditch. So for Kevin, for Dave, for Andrew, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, until next week, the bar is closed. The Prestige was really a good movie.